Hi, and welcome to the Technology for Mindfulness podcast with me, Robert Plotkin. This is a special New Year's 2021 episode. I'll talk a little bit about reflecting on 2020 and moving forward to 2021 with technology. I'm going to keep this episode short because 2020 has been way too long already. (laughs) I know many of us are looking forward to uh, moving on to the new year. And of course, you know, every tradition, religion, culture has its own practices for reflecting on and transitioning into the new year. So I'm not going to talk about that in general. I'm sure any of you listening have your own practices around the new year. If not, there are so many resources out there. Many cultures have New Year's tradition, regardless of what time of year it happens at, often around the time of change in seasons, because that's a natural time of transition. But it's also a good time to reflect on our technology use, which is what I'll talk about. And in general, what I'd like to suggest for any year, particularly though for this year, because of how much loss there was and grief and stress and turmoil and all of that put together on top of each other, is to first reflect on the year that's passed, then to set your sights and your intentions for the year to come, and then focus on practicing in the moment your new intentions. So let me just give some examples as it relates to technology. I found in 2020 that because of the extremely rapid and significant amount of change and stressful change, particularly the pandemic. And in the U.S., politics, although I know that there was a lot of political upheaval around the world in many countries, those two things certainly influenced changes in my tech habits. I'll take personal responsibility for them. But I know that, for example, my news reading and checking habits changed significantly during the year. And I've been reflecting on those and already have started working on changing them back to what they were before. But you may find that as a result of all of this, you've been uh, communicating more with people online. Not necessarily a bad thing, but a change. Maybe you've developed some anxiety around receiving bad news, which might not just be from the news, but from people in your life. Maybe you now hear the sound of a text message notification and feel a sense of anxiety that you didn't before 2020. There's so many ways in which this year may have affected your technology habits or your reactions to technology or your relationship to technology. Another one is very common is maybe you found yourself turning to technology for just some kind of release. I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. You know, just watching videos or playing games or doing other things to take your mind off of everything that's so difficult that's going on. Maybe you just have your phone or other device with you and turned on more than you did before. I mean, I could go on and on. I'm pointing these out in case they resonate with you. 
but I don't know what your situation is. So the first step in reflecting is to reflect back over the past year and see if you can become aware of any changes in your technology habits, your attitude about technology, your feelings that arise in relation to your use of technology. And in particular, I'd say start with any ways in which you would like those to change. Find those changes that you feel are have been harmful to you in some way. It's very easy for these changes to creep up on us unintentionally and without us being aware of them. So that's why spending some time periodically, and particularly at the end of a year, to reflect back consciously, setting aside some time consciously, can be helpful to raise your own awareness of changes that may have occurred that you may not have been very aware of. They could have crept up on you. Maybe they changed very, very gradually. And like that frog boiling in the water, every day there was a very, very small change. Every week there was a very small change. And you didn't realize how big the change was while it was happening. And so the spending time now at the end of the year to reflect back and think, hmm, what was, what was that habit like of playing games or reading news or being on social media? What was that like in January of last year? And then ask yourself, what is it like now? And that may be a more helpful way or make it easier to identify a significant change that crept up on you. There may be positive changes. It's hard for me to think of them because this year, to me and in the experience of most people I know, it didn't have a lot of positive. But the one that comes to mind, although many of us bemoan the downsides of it, is use of Zoom and other video conferencing, video calls, FaceTime, or whatever platform you happen to be on, to connect with each other face-to-face, see each other, even during these times when our ability to be with each other in person has been very limited. So that's uh, that can be a very positive change. I say many of us bemoan it because I know it can be overwhelming or draining to be in video conferences all day long or to do it too much. It requires a lot of attention, eye contact, maybe more than you would do even in a face-to-face meeting. But I think there's a lot of positive in that. I find it hard to imagine what it would be like to be social distancing and isolating from each other without having this outlet of video conferencing, video calling technology to be able to speak and see each other even when we can't be together in person. So there certainly may be other positive impacts of technology on you. And so what I'd suggest is reflect back, identify the ones you would see as negative for yourself, and you use your own judgment in that. You might see some as negative that other people would see as positive or vice versa, and then identify the positive. And then with respect to both of those, after you've reflected, and this might be something where you sit down for an hour, might be spend a few days just paying attention to your habits, feelings in relation to technology in the moment. It doesn't have to be a one-time thing. And then when you reflected, put some thought and feeling into what would you like to change? And what would you like to keep the same? And what would you like to expand? I mean, maybe you've done some video calling and you'd like to do more. So a change doesn't necessarily need to be cutting back on anything or eliminating something or getting rid of the negative, 
It could be keeping or expanding the positive. What I would suggest is, and I've said this in previous New Year's episodes, to try to think about intentions, which are not necessarily the same as goals. You know, a common New Year's resolution or goal is I'm going to lose 15 pounds. That kind of goal, not saying it's a bad thing to do, but it has an end point. It's something you're trying to achieve at the end, the loss of 15 pounds. Once you've lost it, you're done and you've achieved it. And again, not that that's a bad thing, but one of the reasons why many people end up not achieving those goals is if all you do is set the end point and you don't have a plan for working towards that in the moment, throughout your days, throughout your weeks, throughout your minutes, it's very likely you're not going to succeed and then you'll, you'll lose motivation and then you'll give up on the goal. So an intention is more something that you set to be in the moment. I'll give you an example, not necessarily technology related, but you know, during this year of the pandemic, many of us uh, may have found we get more easily irritated either with ourselves or with other people. So you could set an intention to calm yourself when you feel irritation. Notice I didn't say to not feel irritated. It's really hard or impossible to make yourself not feel a feeling like irritation in the first place. If something happens and that feeling of irritation comes up, it's just going to come up, right? You can't necessarily stop it. But And trying to stop it can lead to all kinds of problems. If you try to stop it directly or deny it, push it down. But you can set an intention to notice the feeling of irritation when it arises and to do something like take a few breaths, engage in any other kind of meditative practice that you find helps to tamp down maybe that feeling of irritation or let it go. For you, it might be exercise, you know, go for a jog. Who knows what it is for you? But the intention is to pay attention to the feeling in the moment, try to notice it. And then you might also have some kind of a plan for what you're going to do when you do notice it. And with respect to technology, uh, there's so many ways you can set intentions. I'll stick with my own news. <laughs> mentioned it many times now, you know, reading news. I set an intention to check it in the morning, but not first thing after I've gotten up, meditated, eaten my breakfast, showered, brushed my teeth, all of those things, check news once. But the important thing in terms of the intention in the moment is I set my intention to notice when I feel the urge to check the news. Because that could happen at any time. I might be working and then feel an urge to check the news spontaneously. So I set my intention to notice the urge not always perfect at it, don't always notice it, but by setting the intention to notice it, I increase the likelihood that I will when it happens. And then I set my plan. My plan is that when I notice the urge to check the news, to stop, pause, take a breath, and reflect on whether I really need to check the news right then and there. Sometimes I do end up checking the news. Most of the time I don't. And I've actually noticed that over time, the urge does come up less frequently, and that, that can happen sometimes as a, as a side effect of setting your intention. So remember, intention is, I mean, you can have many intentions, but the intentions I'm talking about are things that you can practice in the moment, intentions to notice, and then to 
engage in some sort of practice in response to the noticing. One helpful thing about having what I've been calling a plan for what to do when you notice a feeling or an urge, thought, is that I find I'm much more likely to take that kind of wise action if I plan for it in advance. You know, when one of these urges comes up to check the news, go on Facebook or who knows, do something else. In that moment, you're more likely to be under the pull of that urge, which can be very strong. And it can, as a result, when your brain is kind of hijacked, it's harder to think rationally about what the right action is to take. Whereas if you've come up with a plan in advance when you're not under the pull of that urge and you just remember what the plan was, you're not using as much mental energy. You don't have to really make a decision about what to do. You've already decided before what you'll do when that moment comes, and you just have to recall it. Now, even recalling it is easier said than done, but I think it's easier than trying to engage your decision-making faculties at that moment. You're much more likely to just go with the urge you know, to go on social media than if you've set a plan in advance. And the the plan can be very simple. I'm not talking about a long checklist. (laughs) It's just, uh, oh, stop, take a breath, reflect on whether I want to follow this urge. I hope you find all this helpful. Basically, I'm suggesting for the end of the year in in relation to technology, reflect on your technology habits, your feelings around technology, relationship to technology over the past year. Identify what you feel has been healthy, unhealthy for you. And then set your intentions for what you'd like to keep, expand, uh, limit, change, and tie those decisions to some intentions with plans of action behind them that you can execute in the moment. That's the most important thing. Hope you find it helpful. If you have any questions, of course, feel free to reach out and contact me. These things sound simple. They can be challenging to apply to your own life and carry out and practice. Hope you're successful at it. Hope you have a good 2021 and come back to us on the Technology for Mindfulness podcast. We have episodes, as always, every other week. And check out our blog at technologyformindfulness.com. Information and tips about how to be more focused, productive, creative, and happy using technology. And I wish you the best for 2021. (laughs) 